Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. And part of being healthy is making healthy choices. I'm Irene Cook, your radio host, and I am going to talk about these healthy choices today and one of the biggest issues that people have about making healthy choices is a certain time of day where people get derailed. And I have to say the most common time of day uh, that people find themselves in the biggest disarray seems to be around three o'clock. If you've read my book, I've actually named this three o'clock hour the witching hour. Uh, It seems to be that time of day where you kind of want something to munch on. And typically, that something to munch on sometimes is not always the best of choices. Uh, I've had many conversations this week with my clients who are asked to log their food. Um, It is a technique that is used to help with the accountability of what they're eating, and it helps with their weight maintenance. Um, And oftentimes, people will tell me that they log perfectly in the morning. They log their breakfast, they log their morning snack, they log their lunch, and right about three o'clock, they stop logging. Um, And so if you're listening, laughing right now, thinking, yeah, that happens to me, um, it's that witching hour. At three o'clock, things kind of come undone. Um, I've spent a lot of time thinking about why does this happen? Why do people come undone at three o'clock? Why is it that we stay so well focused on our eating schedules for breakfast, for morning snacks and and lunches, but then around three, four o'clock, derailment occurs. So there's a couple a couple reasons for this. One, our our days starts to kind of dwindle down by then. The intensity of our workday dwindles down. Um, if you are somebody that works from home, kids are done with school typically, and schedules change. Um, it it causes us to fall off of the rigid track of of the schedule. Uh, Another thing that happens is we get hungry. Um, It is precisely three hours or so from lunchtime. Um, And when this occurs, our hunger hormones start calling our names. And if we are not properly fed, what will happen is we will grab for anything that's in sight. And certainly if we are not uh, prepared with the right tools and the right mindset, we're going to grab for whatever seems appropriate or whatever is there. For many, the work afternoon is an ideal time 
for snacking. Um, if you're in the office, the vending machine is very, very convenient. Uh, if you're at home and, like I said, the kids get done with school, whether they're online school or coming home from school and their snacks um, get broken out, um, those noises of those crunches um, are going to instill food cravings. Um, and, and these aren't a sign of, of weakness. It is simply a way of our bodies telling us that we need food for fuel. Um, these mid-afternoon food cravings at approximately 3 p.m. or so are a common issue primarily amongst most people who work or have a strict schedule during the day. If you're home with your kids, even if you're retired, you have a schedule during the day. And it is precisely uh, several hours after lunch and it is time to eat. People typically get hungry around this time and or create uh, 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 an urge to, to eat. Um, what will happen, however, is if we're not prepared, uh, we will overeat. Um, this is what happens uh, numerous times over and over again, which will create havoc on your waistline and your health. Therefore, what we should know is that you can be very adventurous and have a three o'clock snack, and it should not be avoided. However, this could actually be very beneficial. Um, so often I have people tell me that they don't want to have their snack at three o'clock because they're going to have dinner soon. Um, and, and our brains go into this, this, this mode of, of thinking that less is more. Um, we, we typically start to think that the, the less calories we eat, the more advantageous that will be uh, when it comes to losing weight. However, we always end up uh, getting the shorter end of the stick when it comes to this because when we don't feed ourselves, we always end up overeating. So I'm going to give you some strategies here to help you make successful choices and avoid that witching hour and making those bad choices, which will lead to overeating. Um, first off, you all need to understand that hunger is not a bad thing. Um, a hunger is a way for us to understand that our body's telling us it is time to eat. Um, I call it feeding time. Um, the only problem is many people confuse hunger with an appetite, um, and it often causes us to overeat. Um, hunger should be used as uh, a cue to help us understand that it is simply time to eat. I say this time and time again. When we don't feel hunger, oftentimes, that is a sign that we have overeaten. So if you're listening and you haven't felt that sensation of hunger in a while, you haven't allowed yourself to feel hungry, then you have to reevaluate how you're eating because typically you might be overeating. You might be always eating, which is causing you to never feel hunger. So let's start the day right. Top priority. You want to avoid 
feeling hunger, but yet you want to at least feel it to start. So if, if that sounds a little confusing, it is. So hear me out. You know you're going to feel the sensation of hunger, but you want to be prepared to soothe it. So I have this example that I give. Um, I want you to pretend that you have this baby. And, and those of you that have had children before, I want you to think back to the days when you brought that baby home from the hospital or that baby was a toddler. And if you don't have a baby, uh, think about uh, that experiment that you may have done when you were in middle school where you had to carry around that, that infant baby child and you had to take care of it. Um, you are in charge of this living being and you have to feed it every three hours. Just like when our children were little, we never left the house unarmed with the knowing that we have to bring food to feed this baby. What do babies do when they're hungry? They cry. What do they do when they're really hungry? They cry really, really loud. So back in middle school, when you had to carry around that infant child as an experiment, if you didn't have a bottle to feed that baby, it would cry and it would scream. Um, moms and dads out there that are listening, if you do not bring a bottle to the store, to the restaurant, to your outing, you know your child would get hungry and it would scream. You need to treat yourself in the same way. Be prepared and always bring a snack with you. Um, as long as you are armed with some snack, you are never going to feel that sensation of hunger and it will never get out of control. So basically what I'm saying is as soon as you feel that sensation of hunger, you soothe it with the appropriate snack. If you don't have a snack with you, if you're not prepared um, by having one in your car or having one in your bag or having one readily available, even if you're working from home and the hunger comes, that would be no different than the baby starting to cry, crying louder and louder and louder. And the louder the baby cries, the more out of control it becomes. And that out of control is the same thing as what happens to us when we are not fed. We grab at whatever is there. And that's when we start making bad choices. Um, and precisely this is what happens to us at three o'clock. Um, time and time again, I talk to people that tell me that they overeat at three or four o'clock. And I evaluate what they eat, and I go back and I look at their log, and no less do I always see that they have not fed themselves appropriately before that binge. So what types of things should you eat appropriately? Well, I've said this. I say this all the time. It's a simple formula. Protein, carbohydrates, and a healthy fat. And to be precise, approximately 25 grams of protein, approximately 35 grams of carbs, and approximately 15 grams of healthy fats. This is not a difficult formula. Um, most foods, most meals will have about that. But one thing that people will usually do wrong is they will just grab something that has just one of those three. For example, an apple. If you grab an apple that does not have any protein, 
that's going to spike your blood sugar up and it's going to actually create more cravings. So now you are not fulfilled. You are going to feel hungry in another hour and not worthy of a healthy snack was that apple. Um, If you grab an apple and you put peanut butter on it, the good old American snack, apple with peanut butter, again, most people think that peanut butter is a great protein. However, it takes a lot of peanut butter to equal 25 grams of protein. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't love to eat 25 grams worth of peanut butter of protein. However, that's a lot of calories. So my suggestion would be to find something that is 25 grams of protein, a cup of cottage cheese, a cup of Greek yogurt, a can of tuna fish. These all things are going to fill you up a lot more than just an apple. So the idea is to choose the right foods so that you will fill up and this will last you about three hours. And the mindset should be that you will get to eat again in about three hours. So you don't want to fill yourself up to that point where you are so full that you don't feel that hunger again. Uh, Going back to that baby example, um, we don't and we wouldn't overfeed the baby. Um, Overfeeding a baby is not a good idea. Um, And so you shouldn't overfeed yourself. Um, And and one of the really good tactics that I have is eat every three hours. Um, Keeping this routine will get your body trained to digest these foods and you will initially um, not feel hungry, but those hunger hormones will start alerting you every three hours that it's time to eat, especially if you do this right. So set yourself up with a schedule and then your body will alert you. Keep your stomach full and your energy levels high. And this is really, really important because we all wanna have high energy levels. Um, Start with a good breakfast, two, three hours later, have a snack, two, three hours later, have your lunch. Um, Certainly, these portions should be smaller than what you're used to because, again, your mindset should be that you're going to eat again every three hours. And this is something that people aren't used to. However, this is something that is going to increase your metabolic rate. You're going to lose weight and it's going to make you a healthier person. So if you are just listening and joining me right now, I am talking about how to avoid the munchies. Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP. And and what I'm about to talk about is understanding your hunger. Um, One of the reasons that people overeat, especially in that afternoon hour, is we don't understand our hunger. Um, Cravings typically happen in the afternoon because our blood sugar levels drop. And oftentimes people confuse this for that afternoon sleepy time. Um, I just had a conversation yesterday with somebody that was so upset um, because she had to give up her Starbucks. And it, it came up like three or four times in the conversation because she, she needed her Starbucks and she wanted her Starbucks. And it was just this, this ongoing Starbucks conversation. And I finally had to ask her, I said, you know, it, what do you get from Starbucks? And she just, she responded with telling me that it was this, this oat milk latte that she gets and it was sugar-free and that she needed the caffeine and she 
went on and on and on about this caffeine that she needed. And and I, I went on to explain to her that she was confusing um, this, this blood sugar drop for uh, her energy drop. And I'm going to explain it to you now. So low energy um, is, is very much confused for low blood sugar. And so you might be experiencing this as well. Um, approximately three hours after we eat, our insulin levels drop because our food has been digested and it is time to reconsume food. Um, many times people don't want to eat something at three o'clock because they have the mindset of dinner's coming. I want to save my calories. And so they grab a quick cup of coffee. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Um, well, that caffeine will give them this instant rush, um, especially if they do put sugar in there. And if they don't put sugar in there, typically they're using some sort of creamer. Um, and if it's not creamer, it's a skim milk or it's an oat milk. It's a almond milk, some sort of milk. And milk does have uh, sugars in it. Um, if you look at the carbohydrates in there, it does contain sugar. And certainly now the oat milk, which is a really big, big fad, um, is, is very high in sugars. In fact, I looked it up today. One cup of oat milk has as much sugar as a fun-sized Milky Way bar. Um, and so now um, you have the comfort of this warm coffee. Um, it tastes good. It fills you up because it's liquid and, and you are drinking it. Um, the caffeine is giving you a little bit of a, of a buzz. It's waking you up. Um, and so is the sugar. And so now you feel great and you think that it is this coffee that is waking you up. Um, it, it's, it's not. It's causing this, this ongoing um, addiction. Because the next day, when 3 o'clock rolls around, you need that coffee. Um, it is a physical and a physiological um, desire. And you want this. And you might be thirsty, too. And you're confusing thirst for hunger and caffeine and sugar. And it is all going in the wrong direction. Because approximately one hour later, after you've consumed this coffee... Um, you're hungry again because the coffee has not provided you with any nutrients whatsoever. Um, and so let's go back and look at another scenario. Uh, three o'clock rolls around and you decide to have a healthy snack with 25 grams, 20 grams of protein and a, and a healthy fat. Um, my example would be uh, my new favorite that I'm addicted to, and I'm actually sad because right now I don't have it in front of me, <laughs> uh, is a cup of Greek yogurt. Um, and I put a, a tablespoon of, of flax seeds on there, and I'm loving those so much. Um, and I take a half a cup of Chex Mix for a crunch and a half a cup of um, frozen berries. And I absolutely am addicted to this at 3 o'clock. And it fills me up, and I have all my protein, I have my healthy fat, I have my healthy carb, and it's, it's under 300 calories, it keeps me full, and it keeps me from wanting to eat everything in sight uh, when I'm up making dinner for the family at 6 o'clock. Um, whereas the 3 o'clock cup of coffee is not going to provide that. 
Um, and so it, it took a long time for me to understand the difference. Um, and it took a long time for me and other people to break away from the the cup of coffee or the candy addiction or the uh, protein bar addiction that I had um, because it was not giving me the right type of nutrients. Um, the processed food was not equal to the whole food. Um, so make a big, big, big conscious decision um, when you're grabbing at something to look at it as what it is doing for you and what it's providing for you. And I can tell you that if you give yourself an actual small meal at the three o'clock hour, um, and if three o'clock is not your time of munching, if it's, if it's seven o'clock at night after dinner, or if it's in the morning, give yourself an actual small meal, and it will keep you from munching. So two tips. One, the first reason that people fail on diets is because they allow themselves to go hungry. Um, they, they think that they're restricting and they think that this is a good thing because, again, the thought is less is more. And what I've learned from the research is that if you are on a diet, you need to be very, very conscious that it is not about the calorie content. It is about the actual nutrient density of the meal. And so you shouldn't allow yourself to be hungry, um, just like that baby. Uh, always have that next meal in hand and planned because once that baby starts screaming, it's too late. So don't let yourself get hungry. Um, and then two, eat real food. Um, because if it comes in a package um, or it comes in a cup, it's not real food. Um, by real food, I'm talking about grains, fruits, vegetables, legumes. Why? Because your body was designed to function on real food. As we've already discussed, if you eat highly processed foods in a highly processed diet, your body may not recognize what you're eating as food, and you may not ever get full. Um, I, I hear this all the time. I hear, well, I had a piece of cheese and some sun chips, and I was super hungry an hour later. Um, those are processed foods. Um, the only exception to this that I personally have is protein shakes. Um, if they're made with uh, whey protein um, and they will sustain you and fulfill you, your body will get fuller on fewer calories if you select ones that are calorically dense. As a result, you will actually eat fewer calories and you will be fuller um, all throughout the day. And those afternoon munchies will never never strike. So never let yourself get hungry and always have those snacks handy. I have another example and this one seems to really paint a really good picture. So I'm going to leave you with this one. Since spring is in the air, uh, flower pots are out and blooming everywhere. And when we see a big flower pot that's out and the soil is looking pretty dry, um, we have to remember that in order for the flowers to grow, we have to make sure that the soil is watered consistently throughout the day. 
So if somebody doesn't water their plants consistently throughout the day and we let that soil dry up um, and only water the plants at the end of the day, what typically will happen is all that water will overflow and, and spill onto the ground. Those plants are not going to be as well nourished as the plants that get the water throughout the day. Um, this is no different than how our bodies consume nutrients. So those people that hold out and don't feed themselves all day long and save all their calories for the end of the day are doing the same exact thing as not watering those plants till the end of the day. You're essentially letting that soil dry out, um, becoming a very unhealthy state throughout the day. And although you are surviving and you are thriving, we all know what happens to the flower and what the flower looks like when the soil is dry. It droops. It just doesn't look lively. And on the outside and the inside, it's not at its best state. So keep the flowers fed. Keep them well nourished and keep it consistent throughout the day. And I guarantee you, it will change the way you look and the way you feel. Enjoy the rest of your day. Time is running out, I'm talking here and now, I'm talking 